What is going on? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema. I am pleased to be joined by four wonderful guests. Today we are joined by Timbo Slice. Tim, Hello. tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Timbo Slice. I do stuff on TikTok and yeah, you can see me at some renaissance festivals around the country selling henna tattoos and jewelry. Yeah, if you find yourself in desperate situations, I'll be there. That's pretty much the... <laughs> The moral That's what of that life is all about, man. Hinted tattoos and Renaissance festivals. Mr. Nerdy Dustin, him and I met on TikTok a few months back, but he's a really cool dude. What's up, Dustin? Not much. What's going on, bud? Just happy to be alive, brother. And uh, also, this is uh, Mr. Jared Mayo. Not to be confused with mayonnaise, uh, Jared Mayo. Mr. Jared, how are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm great. Feeling good. And uh, also, Mr. Josh Jennings, the, the true OG of the comic book world. Like I always say, he, he knew who Vision was before any of us were out of fourth grade. What's up, Josh? Um, nothing much. Glad to be here. I'm just way, way older. That's that's <laughs> not too – you don't have us by much, especially Jared. I think <laughs> you and Jared are pretty close to the same age. <laughs> well, you handle it much nicer. <laughs> guys today we are here we have we have assembled for lack of a better term for the review of thor love and thunder i did not like the film i was very really? bummed very bummed because i will uh i'm an mcu apolog apologizer and i will try and oh my gosh i mean look behind me it's my life so to go in there and see an SNL skit pulled out into two hours with Thor in it, it deeply disturbed me. I was very, very sad. Uh, I guess I'm all jumped the opposite. I mean, I just, I, I, I love the comedy. And so I really enjoyed the movie. I mean, it was very comical and, you know, campy in places. And, uh, but I, I did enjoy it. I yeah I'm with Josh I absolutely loved it and that's Taika's style he mixes comedy with drama so I mean I I went in knowing that that's what we were gonna get now yeah some of the stuff was <laughs> more campy than I like the dumpling god like there's some stuff in there that's a bit too much but uh, overall I really enjoyed it I laughed a lot during this movie and I like what Jared said as far as retrospectively. It was like I couldn't put my finger on it. I was going to say that maybe it just went over like I laughed at the movie, but maybe it went a little over jokey. But what Jared said, it did kind of some skits or some uh, jokes did have the vibe of like, OK, well, this is what the parody of the movie would joke about rather than like when the Stormbreaker looked at Thor jealously. I was like, I laughed and then I was like, huh. <laughs> but overall i did like it i don't think it's nearly as rewatchable as uh ragnarok i agree with that 100 percent. that's kind of where i'm at i like the film a lot i'm not going to tell you quite yet what i rate it i liked it i enjoyed it a lot i don't think it's quite as good as ragnarok like you said that's kind of what i was thinking when i left the theater i was like okay this is definitely better than dark world that which is not a hard task right and uh it's better than the first thor in my opinion you know maybe barely but I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the music was fun. Some people say that they were trying to rip off Guardians with the 70s classic rock soundtrack, which Guardians isn't all classic rock, but I didn't get that vibe. I thought it was kind of its own thing. And like Dustin said, we knew what we were signing up for. It was a Taika Waititi film, you know? 
it was like Ragnarok on steroids, honestly, is kind of what the vibe that I was getting. But kind of back to some other sentiments that were expressed as far as the humor, I felt like the goat bit was done, like overdone to death. The first like four or five times the goats were like, ah, I thought it was funny. But, you know, the five or six times after that, I was kind of like, okay, that joke's kind of run its course, guys. Let's let's move on to something else. But right. overall, I liked it. So I guess we could start with Natalie Portman. What did you guys like? Did you think that Natalie Portman added anything of value to the film? Uh, she didn't make out with Mila Kunis, and that's already like eight. Like it's already like takes eight ratings down, on my opinion. I liked what you said on uh, your little uh, TikTok review, uh, Jonathan, about how like I thought Natalie Portman's character worked one because it's Natalie Portman, one of the goats as far as actresses go. It just it just goes to show it's just like yeah, it's not that we don't like female characters. It's just I don't like it when it's oh she was your average, ordinary, typical, flawless, perfect human being until she was bit by a radioactive you know marching parade and then she became the most blah 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 like that's all you know too much. But I thought they did I thought they did her character good in this one. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, like, and that's kind of what Tim is referring to. Not everybody has a TikTok. Uh, the audience here is not the uh, youngest crowd. Oh, God, but, did I just age and date myself at the same time? <laughs> but uh, what I was talking about on TikTok was I like how they gave us this female version of Thor and gave such a good purpose to the character. It wasn't your Captain Marvel, who's literally flawless in every way which is not an interesting character. You know, she's way too overpowered. But no, they give us a reason to bring back Natalie, and Natalie kills it. You know, she kills the role. I didn't think I was going to like Lady Thor, but I absolutely loved her in the film. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. What do you guys think? I think you could really kind of take her, leave her. It, she didn't do terribly, but she wasn't like, oh, this movie is so much better because she's in it. What I liked was that they didn't, she hasn't really been heard of since Dark World. I mean, they mentioned her in um, Endgame, but I mean, she didn't even show up for the, to, to play the part. They just used, un, you know, footage. So it was good to have some like an, an end for her story, because if it's the love of your life, you don't just drop her at Dark World. We need to have some closure for what goes on. And I think it, it did make sense that, you know, why she was able to get the hammer you know, what Thor had said or whatever. That was kind of cool. But it was just kind of medium for me. I did feel like they rushed her getting the hammer, but it was a two-hour film, which in the Marvel world is very short. You know, all the fans were, oh, my God, I can't believe the movie's only two hours. I was trying to talk to people like, two hours is a long movie, guys. I, I haven't seen a, a movie that was over two hours that wasn't Marvel or DC in a long time. But anyway, what do you think, Dustin? I thought she did an amazing job. I mean, it, it is Natalie Portman and she is an amazing actress. So uh, we already knew she was going to kill the role. And I, I do love the, the closure we got with the two characters. I loved how it all ended. Uh, yeah, I thought she did an amazing job. Her fight sequences are pretty awesome. I loved, yeah, I loved how they stuck with the comic and the fact that, you know, she had cancer and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm there as well. I really liked the, the vulnerability they gave to her, which made you kind of, feel for her and then i mean she definitely was awesome i mean she she stood out and i like the differences and the even the way they fought of course just the tension between them and that that little bit of a love uh relationship with the hammer you know and like <laughs> the two exes together 
kind of thing I thought was funny and a nice touch to the whole relationship in general. Yeah, I didn't mind the whole cheesy hammer love triangle thing. I thought that was fine. It was also really cool how the hammer broke apart. I thought that was a cool idea. I don't know if they did that in the comics or not. Maybe not. But I thought that was cool. As far as, you know, Hemsworth, I think he killed it as usual. Uh, I know that this is probably, and I might be wrong, but Jared, a purist, someone who is super like comic book, you know, comic books first, movies last. Did you have an issue with the costume, like the rock star costume and the vest and all that stuff? Well, I mean, with him joining the Guardians, I, I'll allow it. Yeah, it's like a Ravager garb. Yeah, he's got to have the red leather if he's going to be with the Guardians. I, I I feel like the Guardians were very wasted, though. It was a wasted appearance by, you know, 15 seconds. Hey, we're fighting some chicken people or, or whatever, and we're going to go now. Which was hilarious, by the way. It gave me Flash Gordon vibes. I thought it was interesting how they decided to make Korg, the Cronin race, all male. That wasn't something that was really, like, alluded to in Thor Ragnarok. Even specifically, you know, in Thor Ragnarok, you know, when he he first met Thor, he was like, I was trying to start a revolution. I made pamphlets, but the only people that showed up were my mom – and her boyfriend, but now all of a sudden, like every Cronin is a male and they procreate by holding hands. I wanted to be like, mm, that's just really weird. But at the end of the movie, though, I thought it was so hilarious that little bit where Korg holds hands with that uh, mustached Cronin. And I just died wow. laughing at that. Like, I-, I thought that was funny. But, but at the same time, like, it is interesting how Marvel makes decisions like that. It's almost like it's, a force-fed agenda. I mean, it's not even like a hidden agenda to me anymore. Like as far as, you know, we have to, oh, we have to have, you know, LGBTQ plus characters in every single movie that we make. What do you guys think? Is it Marvel or is it Disney? Disney. Well, I mean, Hollywood in general. It's actually the toy companies to let you guys know that pushes those agendas. Just so you know. (laughs) When I grew up, it was GI Joes, no GI Janes. And that's how I want to keep it. They were all in that foxhole, naked with an AR-15. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, it, it does show you, though, that, like, that little plot change uh, really shows you that they also really did let Taika take this movie, and he just got to do what he wanted. <laughs> so, I mean, Well, it that's... makes me wonder, like, if that was Taika's decision or if it was, like, studio force, because it seems like, we just get a lot of gay characters for the sake of having having to check off that box and not because it serves a purpose in the film. And uh, that's just kind of where I'm at with it. I don't know. Do you guys feel like it's forced? Uh, I'm kind of used to it now. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty much in everything we watch now. So it's uh, absolutely it's becoming part of the, the culture. So I felt like it was forced. I didn't care for it. I valkyrie is a queen she's a girl she's not a king of asgard and it was just another for me it was just another piece of like we're pushing this agenda i wasn't really down with it it doesn't make sense like you said jonathan he talks about his mom but yet there are no females like pushing something for the sake of pushing it when it doesn't have anything to do with the story or furthering things along that doesn't really sit well with me and if it is a Taika thing, you know, that's the whole reason there are editors. 
editors kind of don't let the writers just do whatever you want and just we'll just throw it out there. You have to have parameters and you have to have uh, a guide of where you're going. And I think it really was Taika. Hey, Ragnarok was great, man. Here's $200 million. Just do whatever you want because it's going to make money and, and we love it. And he was like, awesome. And he did. I still have my doubts about whether or not that was Taika, though, because um, I just think, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's like I said, I think it's just a checklist that has to be checked off for every single movie that comes out. You know, like I said, it, not because it's going to serve a purpose to the story, but it's just going to be a check, <laughs> basically. In regards to The Guardian, somebody alluded to that earlier. I didn't honestly have a problem with it because I felt like if you had too much Guardians in the movie, it would be, I don't know, like Thor and the Guardians, and they would kind of take away from the spotlight. And the movie was already two hours, and you only had so much time you could spend on Valkyrie and Jane Foster and Thor and all the Thor-specific characters. So I didn't feel like it was five seconds. I mean, it was a good, solid little chunk of a cameo. I, that's kind of what I expected. What did you guys think? I'm very biased towards Guardians of the Galaxy, so I honestly wanted them to leave Thor and the camera just follows the Guardians <laughs> on their adventure because I'm still jonesing for three. So, uh, th yeah, it's impossible for me to give an honest review because I was like, I personally just wanted them in the whole movie just because I love them. Yeah, it was cool to see, though, because at the end of Endgame, I mean, that's where he was He was with them, so it was cool to see what they were doing. And, you know, there apparently is a four-hour cut of this movie. Two hours of it is them going with the Guardians, so it'd be cool to see that someday. Because um, I actually saw what you're referring to. I saw, like, a meme or something on Instagram, whatever the case may be, and it was a quote from Taika, and he was like, I'm not going to – I don't like director's cuts. I think they suck. And uh, he said, you're never going to see a four hour version of this film. But that's really interesting. I didn't know about that part. That's very interesting. Two hours of footage with the Guardians. They could almost like make an extra, like a whole extra movie yeah. and drop it on Disney Plus or something. If there if there's that much footage out there, you could really make something out of that. Hashtag release the Tiger cut. <laughs> right well i mean grand Ma jeff goldblum did uh he filmed as grandmaster and peter dinklage filmed as e-tree and cersei from game of thrones filmed and all that stuff got cut cut so it's there what were there what happened did gore go and kill them what did he do like or what were they comedy who did they play that kind of stuff more than likely they were comedy with the theme of this film but like I said, I don't have an issue with, like, I mean, guys, do we not know what we're signing up for when we go see not only a Marvel movie, but a Taika Waititi Marvel movie? The same, I mean, like, every movie he's put out has been comedy. You know, what was the movie, the uh, the Hitler movie he did? Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. And then he did uh, the, the three vampire movie. That was another What comedy. we do in the shadows. <clears throat> yeah. I love Ta Taika. I love the... What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show and the movie. And then, yeah, I, that's why I probably went in expecting comedy. But I, I'm also on that with the, I loved Guardians. That's probably one of my favorite. So I, I definitely could have followed. But, uh, and, and Thor, I mean, I love Thor, but that's, that's my wife's because his shirt comes off. And so, but I, I do love Guardians and am excited about three. What did you guys think about Gore? Well, okay, since uh, you asked. <laughs> so, I mean, he's like a A-list star. He 
I feel like he should have been running that that movie. And I felt like part of the problem of the movie was it wanted to be a comedy, but then it also wanted to be like the literal God butcher, the most evil essence ever is here. And then, hey, Thor's naked. And then there's the God butcher and he's got children in a cage. And then there's goats and they're yelling. Like it yep. didn't, It there was no flow. And this I is going like to really took away from his performance and he could have been like up there in the top five of MCU villains. And instead he just, his sword got destroyed and he died. I can see that argument. And I saw Tim nodding a lot. Like the whole time Tim was just like, <laughs> but <laughs> like I said earlier, I just felt like we knew what we were signing up for Taika Waititi, Marvel, not a big surprise. I thought Christian did a great job. The accent kind of threw me off a little bit at first. I didn't expect him to have a British type accent, but he did a great job. You know, they did a good job of quickly showing you like his origin and how he got to where he is. He, he killed it. I could have, I could have gotten just a little bit more of Christian Bale, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I could have done with a lot more uh, Christian Bale and Gore. Also, I know we're talking about Gore, but uh, same thing with Zeus. I mean, that's Russell Crowe. You had two big actors in this movie. And uh, I do agree. They I they were kind of wasted, I think, for what they can do. And so, yeah, that's it's a shame. Yeah, what was up with Russell Crowe's accent? What voice was <laughs> like some New York deli owner or or what? Dude, when you gain 500 pounds throughout your Hollywood career, your voice is going to sound different after a while. <laughs> That's the only noise he can get out at this point. Is it Greek? <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe that's <laughs> Greek salad. Yeah, the God bit was interesting, too. We'll see. You know, I guess it's exciting to see Hercules. Apparently, they're going to do a Thor 5 at some point. Hercules, we're really starting to get into the obscure characters of the Marvel Universe now. I don't know. Well, I mean, Hercules has always been a, a prominent player, though, right, Jared? He's been well, relatively prominent. Prominent. We, ha we had an entire movie called The Eternals. We had a Shang Chi movie. I think we're into the Ooh, D list. Nice. We're down yeah. there. <laughs> Where are the X Men and the Fantastic Four? That's all I care about. I feel like they're saving those those hard hitting, like the Lulu. I can't speak. The heavy hitters, the X Men and Fantastic Four. They know. <laughs> Those are some good guns they got. They got them yes. in the holster. They're just waiting to break them out. Yes, They're but Josh and I will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> we want to yes. see them. <laughs> and, I, and I've waited my whole life for this, the movies to come like this. And yeah, yeah, we don't, I don't have much longer. Right. <laughs> man. We'll get into that more later. We got our anticipation video coming up next. Offhandedly, I'm just kind of curious. Did dad get into Valhalla? Because he didn't die in battle. I don't know. He just I don't know. It was just a question because when he said you have to die in battle, you can't. Then I was like, wait, he just kind of disappeared. That was just a question offhandedly. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, impressive thought. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was just sad. I was just thinking, oh, whoa, we put the stipulation. Wow, your dad didn't go, right? I mean, he's Odin, though. He's got like. Yeah. More powers and I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, what well he was in Odin? lots of battles. I get that, but you know, why they specified you have to die in. Yeah, I think that Odin would probably be considered a god as the All Father. 
Yeah. So he would probably be separate from like Jane and Heimdall. Okay. And yeah. and uh, that's my okay. guess. He probably that, that made a, a life alert. <laughs> <laughs> when you fall and you can't get up and you're a god, you just press the button. <laughs> I like that Matt Damon was back and they did yeah. redid that whole thing. I like that part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the parody was great. <laughs> I love the reference to Event Horizon because I still think that's a very undersold movie. Well, guys, if you had to, if someone held a gun to your head and forced you to give this movie a rating, what would you give it? Where do you where are you sitting at right now on a scale from zero to ten? Ten being perfect. I'm going oh. seven. Seven? Five. Mm-hmm. You're going five, Jared? going five yeah i'd go yeah seven i'd go yeah seven seems about right i'm gonna kick it up i guess just a little of a 7.5 or an eight just because i love like i love that kind of i guess my rating system is flawed but <laughs> i have it i have it at an eight that's kind of where i have it right now i had a really good time with it It'll probably like slowly ease down to a 7.5 over the next year or so. That's kind of what I usually do when I rank my movies. Like when I first see them, I'm really excited about them. Even, oh, I hate to admit this, but Justice League, when it first came out, I had it ranked pretty high, like at a six or something. But now it's finally dropped down to like over the, the years, I've thought about it and seen it more. And I've realized that that movie is a giant hunk of crap. <laughs> but anyway, does anybody have anything they want to plug? I know Tim's got a TikTok. Pretty much everybody except for Josh. So go ahead, guys. Take it away with the plugs. Uh, Timothy Watkins. No, comedian Timothy Watkins on TikTok. Follow that. I do news jokes. But careful. I'm more Norm MacDonald than I am Seth, Seth Meyers. So it might get not for the faint of heart. <laughs> All right. I feel like a Tim, I've just made a new best friend in Timbo. Uh, yeah. You can check uh, out the M6P at the M6P.com or on all the social channels, the M6P. If you want to know anything about Marvel, Hit us up. Uh, you can catch me on TikTok. I'm Nerdy Dustin. Uh, I'm also one of the hosts over at Cloudy Sky Entertainment on YouTube. We do a bunch of shows over there. Yeah, that's it. And I'll say this too. Dustin has had a lot of really cool guests on his YouTube channel. You guys had uh, the guy. I don't know if you guys watch everything always on YouTube. He's a pretty popular YouTuber. He puts out like news bits for uh, Marvel and DC stuff. They had that guy on their show. So that's pretty cool. I thought that was neat. And he's got like how many? Oh, you're talking about Roman. Yeah. How many Uh, subs? Yeah, he's. I think he's close to a million. Um, How about that? That's pretty. Yeah, Uh, he's. uh, Yeah, everywhere or uh, no. Um. Oh, I can't remember his channel now. He's all fire something, but yeah, he's. He's pretty big up there in Marvel. Uh, Everything always. That's what the channel's called. Everything always. Yeah, my brother-in-law like watches all of his videos all the time and i told him about that that he was on your show and he was like what and he checked it out guys thank you for joining us you can also find us on tiktok at real comic book cinema as well as instagram same handle you can find us on facebook and make sure you like share and subscribe thanks for joining us and until next time have a good one